What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Stereotherapy. I'm your host, Lisa, and sadly, Justine is not here with me. She yet again caught another awful stomach bug, and we thought it would just be best if she would just rest. And life happens, and I'm going to attempt this one on my own the best I can, and I'm going to try it. So we'll see how that goes. But I miss my Justine. I would love to come across that we are this podcast that's just ahead of the game. We've got episodes stockpiled. We're ready to go. We are not. (laughs) Uh, We are new. And also, I'd like to be current too. You know, I don't want to book, have something, and then we're talking about it. And it's like a month later. And it's like, why are we even talking about this? But then we end up in pickles like this. But again, I just hope she feels better. And Justine gave me the go ahead to just proceed with this topic and just go ahead. So here we are. But sending all my love to Justine. But if you are new here, we are the show that showcases the importance of music and mental health. If you'd like to support our little show, remember, you can always leave us a follow on any platform you're currently listening to this right now. We are on all major platforms and stereotherapypod.com. That's our website. And again, you can leave a rating. It would really mean a lot to Justine and I. And we truly just appreciate anyone that has already done so. It truly means so much because I think it pumps us into algorithms or I, I still don't know. But anyways, we thank you so, so much. But before we get into today's episode, which we are going to be highlighting the, see, I already messed up, guys. I said we, <laughs> we as a unit, but me, I'm going to be highlighting uh, some fall winter theme records that just fit. I'm a seasonal music listener, so I'm really excited about that. But before we get into that, I just want to say... Thank you so much to anyone that checked out the last episode that was G's episode, G being my fiance. The response has just been overwhelming and it was just such a special one for him and I to give him the ability to share his story just truly meant the world. And I appreciate anyone that took the time to listen and then reached out that wanted to know a little bit more because I know there was some stuff that we didn't say just out of respect for him and not rehashing a lot of stuff. But I I really appreciate anyone that reached out because I know it was a special one for sure. And just to share his story, give him that platform. It was just, again, I'm just so overwhelmed with the response to it. And I think we can all learn so much from G and how he has handled his life-changing accident. And I try to apply so much to my own life as well, being around him and definitely have changed a lot as a person since the accident, you know, some good, some bad, to be honest. But, um, it's definitely been a life learning thing for me. And also my heart goes out to anyone else that it suffered, whether it's, a, you know, a loss or they're grieving or they're navigating some new normal, whether it's it just health wise, anything wise that they're not ready for yet. And they kind of had to be thrown into it. My heart goes out to you because I, I know exactly what that's like. So I've just sending my love to you. And, uh, you know, with that being said, uh, how's everyone doing? You know, I hope listening to some good music and unwinding from Thanksgiving. We personally had a really low key one and it was so nice to just have that reset sort of, I mean, we made some pasta, like we're, we're not just not Turkey, like, and, and coming from the Midwest, that was such a Turkey esque Thanksgiving. We were not, geez, not a Thanksgiving Turkey guy. He loves his bolognese I make. So we had bolognese, apple crisp. Nothing really Thanksgiving-esque, but um, it was a really good time. So I hope you did as well if you celebrate. Um, But I really do. I hope you had a great holiday, however you spent it, whatever it looked like. 
And it is just wild that we are in this last week of November right now. I am not comprehending that we are creeping towards Christmas and Hanukkah and just any just holiday stuff right now. It's just crazy to think about where this year has gone. And it's just, uh, and I wanted to also throw out there that Justine and I will be taking a two week break, Christmas and New Year's, just kind of reset, get ready for the next phase of all this. So yeah, you will not hear us, but um, I don't know, maybe I'll think of something to put up, but I don't know, let me know. Um, But either way, yes, we are keeping towards that. But also before we get into this episode, I wanted to reach out and make sure as we head into this holiday season, we truly just understand how hard this time of year can be for so many, whether it is grief, mental health, and just everything. And I am someone that I've been very open that this time of year is just so hard for me personally. And I always like to be real with everybody listening. And I think that's something either you like about this show and Justine and I just being so open, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, recently I started working out again and lifting weights because whether it was guests on the show or just online in general, they will tell you about that dopamine release that it gives. And I used to say like, yeah, right. Come on, guys. (laughs) You're just trying to sell us whatever it is. Um, But let me tell you that starting that up again has done wonders for my mental health. And I'm someone that I have to keep it in check during this time because my mental health takes the biggest dip imaginable. So if I don't, it just, it isn't good. And I'm not telling you to go out and start this huge fitness journey if you don't want to. Um, But if you're anything like me, just whether it's a walk, any kind of movement, I 100% stand by it after these past few weeks and how I have felt. I'm still struggle with my mental health, but it's just different because I just, I do feel that release or maybe it's just a placebo effect, but whatever it is, I just, I really stand by that. And I just wanted to share that for anyone else that maybe going into the season and how difficult it can be. uh, I just, I'm truly sending my love to anyone else that struggles this time of year. And my inbox is always open. And I know Justine's is as well, um, because it can be very hard and all the expectations, whether it's gift, you know, giving or hosting or traveling or just everything. It's can be very overwhelming on top of your own mental health. But today we are going to be sharing some of these records. And I'm so excited because again, I love fall. And I also love the fact that as that seasonal music listener, I need to know, is anyone else that way that's listening? Uh, because I would love to know. And it's not to say these records don't hit any other time, but there's something special about that fall winter season and this time of year that it just hits and their perfection. So I'm going to give some of mine. I'm going to try my best again. I have to start with, of course, we got to go Death Cab for Cutie here because I feel they are the fall winter band. And I mean, I listen to their records. If you just listen to them, they give you that feeling And I know some people were wondering, why didn't you talk about them on the 20-year album episodes? And to be honest, I just think we would have had so many of of those episodes, they would have went on and on and on and on because there were so many. And I think in the back of my mind, I just knew we would do something like this as an episode. Uh, So I guess we saved it. I don't know, maybe timing. But yes, we're talking Death Cab for Cutie here. And I... uh, 
I have a running joke with this band because for a long time, I didn't or could not listen to them because I was that girlfriend that would get all my boyfriends into Death Cab for Cutie. I don't know. It was just always that safe bat band. Like if I was dating somebody and I was like, uh, you might like this. This is something that I really like. And uh, what always happened, and at least two boyfriends of mine that I got into this band, they would become way more into them. And that's all we would end up listening to. And it just became too much for me to like at the point where I was like, oh, my God, no, like, can we please just go back to what you were listening to before? And um, but my love still Randy for Death Cab for Cutie. But I just I think, too, there was another point where I couldn't because I just had so memory, so many memories attached that weren't good. Um, and I, we've talked about that and not being able to listen to certain bands and, you know, in a certain attachment. Uh, I'm in a good place to be fully into my death cab mode. And I'm just so excited to be back into my death cab for cutie mode. It is November. It's the perfect time, the perfect setting. Obviously, transatlanticism uh turned 20 this year and that record alone is one of those that screams this weather like put your coffee on get your warm fuzzy blanket and just drown in those feels and I really hope someone else can relate to this and I'm not alone here guys that we're all in our comfy blankets with our cup of coffee listening to death cab for cutie baking cookies whatever it is because death cab just nailed their signature sound and have done so on every single release, even their latest one. And when we talk about fall and winter music, I just feel that band is just so fit for this time. And, you know, even if you aren't that seasonal music listener, that's okay. But I think we can agree, again, it just fits with that cold weather. And I have so many favorites when it comes to this band. And I, oh, I could feel this list could just go on and on. But obviously, for me... I've got Expo 86, Passenger Seat, and, you know, we got to put on the new year there because it's almost that time of year to just put it on. You know what I'm talking about, because I think it was, at least in the MySpace days, you would put it on and everybody was blasting the new year. And rightfully so. It was just so, so, so good. Uh, but Transatlanticism, of course, the title track on this record and I just think Death Cab for Cutie is one of those special bands that they're doing. They did that 20 year tour with Postal Service. And I think there's just such a beauty to that band. And again, if you're not a big Death Cab fan, I get it. Whatever. You probably skipped over this by now. I just think they're one of those bands that truly is just we're so lucky to have in our time. And we have yet to see another Death Cab for Cutie. We're never going to see another Death Cab for Cutie. But I just want to know if you were able to see this tour, uh, how was it? Because I was so bummed I did not get to go to that. I'm sure it was so incredible. And again, I could go on about the legacy of this band and what they mean to music and so many of us. But this band was such a soundtrack to so many memories in my life. And I still play them religiously. It's that fall, winter like experience for me. And then the next one I had to go into was... I got to go with the devil and God are raging inside me. And it's one of those, I feel like I have to share this one here because one, it came out in the fall and it just turned 17 years old, which is insane to think about because in my mind, I'm still in my car and I was getting the burned copy because it leaked. 
And yeah, I was guilty of that. I, I went ahead and listened to the leak copy because I was obsessed and ready <laughs> for more brand new. But this record just screams fall and winter to me. And something about being in a warm hoodie blanket, again with our cup of coffee, with this record on just screams a perfect day. And I know some of these people are going to listen to that and be like, oh, did you listen to the songs? What do you mean perfect day? Just I'm telling you, it just, to me, it screams the perfect day. Um, and I know on this record, it either made people more of a fan of brand new, or it ran a lot of people away from them because it was very different in so many ways. I feel they went from that pop punk band with your favorite weapon to mature band with Deja to indie rock with this record. Man, this record just grabbed me. I know so many around me at the time hated this record, but I was absolutely in love with the chances that they took on this one. If you were lucky to see this band live during this touring cycle, it was truly just so special to witness. The lighting they would use, and when you would watch them live, it was just such an experience. This album just had those moody vibes of fall and winter. This is absolutely my favorite brand new record, and I honestly remember this record again coming out in November to you and just that feeling as we all knew with that album cover alone just set the tone for what was to come with this record I still remember hearing again those leaked demos and it just knowing this record was gonna be a monster like this was not just gonna be like Deja Part 2 which I'm really glad um, Brand New is always able to do with each every record sounding completely different Sewing Season was a song I saw early on tour when I saw them with Dashboard Confessional, and I still remember hearing it and instantly had that feeling of, oh my God, this is incredible. I cannot wait. Uh, and I mean, you got tracks like Millstone, Limousine, and yes, I did clue G in uh, the story behind this one. If you listen to the episode, he now knows what it's about. Um, handcuffs, You Won't Know. And yes, Jesus Christ, I know, and I want to bring it back to last week's episode too, because when G said I rolled my eyes, the reason is, is I love that song. I think Jesus Christ is such a wonderful song and it fits this moodiness of fall and winter, but it was because, again, it's my own fault. I ended up seeing Brand New so many times, followed various tours because I couldn't get enough of the band and I just, it became so overplayed to me. And so, so many other people, they only liked the song on the record and they were like obsessed with it, which was totally okay. Looking back again, I was younger, like, come on guys. But um, yeah, so we just, it just got overplayed for me where I was just like, oh God. But um, I just, I really do appreciate that song too. And I guess when I look at this record, as we are doing this episode, I just think there are so many gems on this record. So, I mean, I guess with Jesus Christ, the song got ruined for me, but you know, whatever. I'm coming back around. Uh, and you know, I, I know Brand New lost some fans again with this direction and Daisy, but this record again is one of my favorites of all time and always will be. And I would love to hear your takes. Did you or did you not like this record? And do you think it fits that fall winter mood? Because I'm telling you, uh, as we were writing and recording this episode and, and thinking about this episode, 
I've fully submerged myself back into this record. And again, it just fits so wonderfully here. And again, <laughs> for my final record that I'm going to share here, I got to go with Sitting uh, Color. And again, because Dallas Green has the most incredible voice. And I think there are so many that are still sleeping on him and his work. I first fell in love, obviously, with Dallas Green and his voice, a huge Alexis on Fire fan. And I followed him to City in Color. And if you are listening and you have no idea who I'm talking about, just pause this right here. Go ahead. Just pause this. Go save whatever you got to do with this. Just pause it or, you know, exit it, whatever. And go find City in Color. And that's obviously City and C-O-L-O-U-R. Um but truly go listen to anything this man has done because I swear your mind will be blown. Again, if I, when I listen to anything that City and Color puts out, I feel I just have that cold weather by me to just fit the mood. And I would just even say rainy weather, right? Or snowy. It just, it fits that. And I think I was just so lucky to catch City and Color play back when I went... I want to say it was 2009 and it was one of the first times Dallas Green played a city in color. And I remember going to the Metro in Chicago, which is a fantastic venue. If you've never been there or you're going to Chicago and you're like, what venue to go to go to Metro, even though I've heard there's like some better venues out there. That one, oh, chef's kiss. Uh, but yeah, I got to go and I was so excited to see city in color I went by myself because I didn't know anyone else that wanted to go and I went alone and I just want to pause right here again and say, if you have to go alone and you're not sure you should go alone to a show to experience an artist you want to go, just, just go because literally you will miss out on so many good opportunities to see so many amazing shows just because of the fact that you know, no one wants to go with you. Go. I have just, I literally cannot say that enough. Do not miss out. I know it can be intimidating, but again, don't miss a show because nobody wants to go. But again, that being said, back to the show, back to the city and color experience I'm trying to paint for you. If you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I go, I go to the Metro, I'm all by myself. I show up. I think Lissy opened. It was an incredible opening act. And I remember just being so excited. And again, everybody was just, I don't know what it is about acoustic shows, but everybody's always just talking in the middle of it and whatever. And again, to each their own. I'm not here to tell somebody how to spend their money or what to do. You bought a ticket. You're excited to go to, right? But uh, let me just tell you, it is so annoying because I was so ecstatic, so ready to see sitting color play i was so excited to hear dallas green's voice in person everybody around me is drunk as hell they are just sitting there and i remember just moving spots even at one point because i wanted to get away and i'm sitting there and you know finally dallas comes on and i'm again so excited because at that point sitting color didn't come over here as much you know and uh you didn't really see that. It, now you do, but before you didn't. And it was a big deal. And I remember getting a beer spilled on me again and just everybody talking over him. And I was just, I was so frustrated. 
because it was just one of those things. And again, I don't want to be a show police, but it's like, damn it, you were sitting, you were seeing city and color here, people. Uh, so don't do that, people. And let me know if you've seen City and Color, because I've heard people say that they've had similar experiences with that, which is a bum out, because we should be like really, really just experiencing this music and loving it so much. But that being said, I absolutely loved seeing and experience Dallas Green's vocals live and City and Color. And I have yet to hear a voice that incredible and again, despite all the people around me, I was just sitting there with the, my jaw on the floor and was just like, is this real life right now? And if you have not heard of City in Color, you've got to check out some of my favorites. And they range from anywhere from The Girl, Coming Home, Sleeping Sickness, We Found Each Other in the Dark, Little Hell, Northern Wind, Sam Malone. I guess I could just say... Start at the very first release and maybe I'll link in the description and work your way. But really, you cannot go wrong with anything by sitting in color. But I know this music isn't for everyone, but honestly, it's some of the most beautiful music. And I think it is absolutely so worth it to give it a shot. But I have to say that because I got to know any other sitting color fans, hit me up, talk to me because I am just, oh. I tried to tell people about Dallas Green and his voice, and I was able to meet him with Alexis on Fire at a Warped Tour. And let me tell you, Dallas Green, one of the most down-to-earth, wonderful people I've ever met. I have a picture floating around somewhere with this man. Just ugh, listen to City and Color. Uh, but obviously, just to wrap this up and everything, I mean, we could have list so many and I know Justine has some different ones so I'm really excited to share hers when she's feeling better but um no one wants to hear me talk all day about this maybe you do I don't know I try to keep it short but uh yeah so many could have fit in and I would love to hear your favorites what are those records that it's just when you want to be cozy you want to listen to music what is it I mean I've got some honorable mentions they range anywhere from anything Anthony Green has done solo work, definitely Pixie Queen mode, Young Legs mode, uh, you know, uh, his latest one, Boom Done, it just fits. Good Old War, Phoebe Bridgers, Bon Iver, Me Without You, Fiona Apple, Bright Eyes, um, even some Thrice fits in there for me, for sure, that could be listed, but yeah, this was a lot of fun to look at, these fall and winter theme, records, songs, but uh, again, we want to hear from you. I know I've said that a couple times, but we really do. And I would love to hear what are some of your favorites because it would really be cool to maybe create like a playlist or something and have that. So DM me, message me, um, any of that stuff, you know, hit us up on our website, whatever you want to do on our Instagram at stereo period therapy at stereo dot therapy, TikTok, we're over there too. Um, we want to know. That would be really, really cool to have. So make sure to do that. But this was the time to shine for these records for me. And it gave me an excuse to hop on here and just with my cup of coffee and talk to you guys about these because it is the time to listen to this kind of music during this season. And again, what are we missing? So fill us in. I would love, love to know. And 
that is all for me today, guys. <laughs> because I just, I feel, I don't know. These solo ones are always weird because I always have Justine with me and I don't have her. So it's just a different type of scenario. But uh, as always, guys, thanks so much for the support. Can't wait to show you everything that we're working on and doing. And again, can't thank you all enough for your support. And whether it's you following us, you're subscribing to um, our podcast, you you just reaching out after an episode, it truly means so much and cannot thank you enough. And you've truly made this year one of my favorite years. So I really appreciate that. And Justine will be back. My girl will be back. I cannot wait to have her back with me in this seat and we do this thing. But as always, guys, remember, you can head over to that website at www.stereotherapypod.com. You can check out the blogs for each episode. I uploaded them all. I messed around with the playlist a little bit, too. Um, but yeah, guys, I really hope you're doing really well. Keep listening to really good music. And remember to take some care for yourself this season as we go into it. Prioritize yourself and your mental health. I know we all have got work. I know we all have obligations, but really prioritize yourself because that's been the best thing I have done for myself and it it truly helps. So anyways, I will stop rambling. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys liked my picks because they're my favorites ever. And you guys will hear me and my girl Justine next Tuesday, bright and early guys. All right. Bye guys. Thank you.